Ah, oh, we're having a fight. It's so hard to be living with you. It's so hard to I be around you. I want you to not anymore. I need you to not exist. I don't Go want you... Go away. Just... So today in the in the Mass... I'm always now I'm very cognizant of how I start with the, with the word so... Apparently I do. Someone, Jack Gorman was making fun of me for that. Maybe we should just try to speak very proper. Well, I say, I say, I don't say so. I say, okay, so. Oh, that's worse. Is that, yeah, I know. No, I'm kidding. I just want to give you a conniption. (laughs) (laughs) For, for anyone who might not know, we're complaining and trying to figure out why we say so at the beginning of a homily. So like Derek will start off saying so. And apparently I start out saying, okay, so. <laughs> and Jack Gorman has made fun of me for that, one of our teens. He does an impersonation. <laughs> Let's hear it. Do an impersonation of Jack doing impersonation. an impersonation of you. <laughs> I'm going to have Jack Gorman record it. record it and we'll put it on this podcast. Okay, so today in this amazing gospel, we hear today just about how Christ just like gives up his life for us. Like, ah. Oh so amazing that he just loves us enough to give up his life and just love us to his fullest potential oh so awesome just being a catholic yes so my invitation for all of you today is to just live your best and if you got a person you need to just go give a hug to give them a hug maddie um chabura also does an excellent impression maddie chabura does (laughs) guys so guess what this is really happening it's easter sunday jesus is risen so what i want to talk about is how anestos <laughs> it is no no it is false. very good no these are bad impersonations they these do are not perfect sound, no they are not oh my gosh hey what is it uh mimicry copying or something is the highest form of flattery it does it totally does i'm telling you it does <laughs> okay anyway we're talking about the gospel for the day. It comes from the 20th chapter of John. It's the story of Mary Magdalene, who's outside the tomb. And she, there she meets two angels, uh, one sitting at the, at the head and the foot of where the body of Jesus had been. She's crying, and uh, Jesus appears to her, the risen Jesus. And he asks her, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? And she's thinks he's a gardener and she says sir if you've taken uh the body away tell me where you laid him and jesus just says her name mary yeah i would say though that the part that touched me today is the fact that mary is talking to jesus and she has no idea that it's jesus yeah so the fact that jesus just says his her name to her reminding her of multiple things but at this moment that he a he is listening and b he knows her intimately by saying her name and she having heard her name said by jesus that's when her eyes are open to realize i am known i am loved and i can i can entrust this voice i can entrust myself to this person who knows me intimately have you ever heard of the description of prayer as eavesdropping on the conversation that's happening between the father and the son. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think when we plug ourselves into that relationship, then what we're recognizing is that they're talking about us. 
And so when we go to prayer, you know, I like to sometimes think of the father, a father who delights in their child. Yeah. Right. And he's maybe telling his wife or his family what the child did that day that he delighted in so much. Similarly, I feel like the father is telling the son, you know, uh, look at, you know, what, what Tim is doing, uh, or what he, how he's given himself to me or, you know, what he did the other day, just delighting in that behavior and who, and who his son is. So I like to think that same thing for me. No, but that, that has been, uh, something that I've prayed about is, is it Jeremiah where, where God says, before you were even formed in the womb, I knew you. That's Jeremiah, right? Yeah. That's Psalm 139. Oh, okay. It's a Psalm. There we go. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it's just so powerful to know that he has a name for you. Yeah. And that he can say Timothy. And like, I, I've prayed about that. I've, I've reflected like just an imaginative prayer of Jesus yeah. saying my name, saying it, Timothy. Yeah. So yeah, those are two good verses to pray with. Yeah. Psalm 139. Yeah. What was the other one? Jeremiah 29. Yeah. yeah. Nine. I remember at the ordination, both deacon and priesthood, there's a moment where the church calls forth the those about to be ordained. Oh, yeah. As part of the ordination. Derek Vincent Ho. And then, you know, presumably the candidate stands and says, in English, we, we always said present. Mm-hmm. We, we would say present and then we would bow. Mm-hmm. Would you do the same thing yep. in Rome? In Rome, yeah, we did that. Or you or you respond in Latin, ad sum. Ad sum. Which means, here uh, I am. Here, yeah. We learned this in seminary that your name, saying somebody else's name, evokes uh, a sense of power over the other person. Yeah. So if I were to call you, like, if I were to just know your name and call you by name, it shows some sense of authority. And so if God, who made you, and Jesus, who suffered and died for you, is saying your name, so in order to say present or here I am, you have to first recognize so yeah when jesus talks about or jesus calling mary it's not just like oh jesus said mary that's more than just one line here yeah that's a real evocative of a relationship that hasn't ended um because jesus has died in fact jesus comes to mary to say that our relationship is not ended it's it's changed but it's not ended and we can, we can even turn that around to God and to his holy name. You know, our, our cathedral in Chicago is the holy name of Jesus, holy name cathedral. Names have power. And mm-hmm. saying someone's name has, has, is, is a powerful thing. It's not something to be taken lightly. And especially in our culture where, you know, you're upset, you can say the name of Jesus very easily. Or a lot of people do. You hear it on movies all the time. But like Jesus's name means something. And it's a powerful name. And how amazing is it that God revealed his name to us and that we can say it, that we can call upon him by name. He could have easily hidden it from us so that in order to protect himself from being blasphemed or Mm -hmm. uh, taken in vain, but he humbles himself by even giving us his name so that we can call upon him or we can blaspheme him. Yeah. It's a great responsibility. Yeah, it is. To know and love the name of Jesus. Now, just to end this, I feel like at the end of the gospel, after Jesus has revealed himself to Mary, she, it says that she goes and announces to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. 
I love the confidence that comes with that. Mm, yeah. It says, I have seen the Lord. And then she reported what he had told her. I love the confidence that comes with her. She's like on fire. She's truly a dangerous person now. Because she has seen the risen God. She knows that she is loved and cared for because Jesus said her name. If, if only like we were all that on fire. Yeah. Well, we can be. We're doing it. We we're, can be if you're hanging out with Father Derek every day. We are. Uh, shout outs. Yeah, well, shout out to uh, Maddie Chibura and Jack Gorman for doing very inaccurate impersonations of me. Don't don't hear that, uh, Maddie and Jack. He's just a little jaded. I'm not jaded. He doesn't understand how you guys bring out the best of him. <laughs> um, he's trying to live up to your Christian witness. Amen. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.